Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, let me just open my notes. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that you're here, even before we got here. We thank you that you are faithful, more faithful than us. And we thank you that you are trustworthy. We thank that you are the God who never changes. You do not break your promises. We thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are the same. And we thank you that we can depend on you, dependable God. There is nothing that you cannot do. There is nothing that is impossible for you. And this morning as we come to your word, we pray that you open our eyes to see what you see, Lord. Open our ears, open our hearts to receive what you want us to receive this morning. Lord, I thank you that you've already spoken, you've already gone ahead of us, you've already laid the ground. Thank you for all that you're going to do this morning, all that you have done. We thank you, all that you're doing and all that you're about to do, we give you praise. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. We thank you that you know every woman in this place. And we thank you that you know even the hairs on their head. We thank you that you are faithful, God. And you are true. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you. Does it flatten down? Look at me all making it. Yeah, flatten, Am I doing it flattened? Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Okay. All right, we're ready. So I was up last night, and then, you know, I was thinking, like, Kelly usually asks me, or somebody asks me, what's the title for the message? And I'm always like, oh, well, I don't know. And yesterday I was sitting in my bed, and the Lord said, lose that weight. I said, oh, Lord. These women, I don't know if they'll be offended. But he said to me, you know, the title of the message is Lose That Weight. And <laughs> some of you are looking, <laughs> we're looking at a physical thing, but we're talking about a spiritual thing, okay? We're looking at a spiritual thing this morning. So um, I really just thank God for his faithfulness because when we seek God, he rewards us. When, what I mean by seek God is when you go and spend time with God, there is a reward, and that is in his word. It says that in Hebrews. It says he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And whatever time you give to God, God, I can promise you that he will always meet you. And sometimes, like me, I've got three little boys under the age of five. It's not easy sometimes to go in that secret place. Sometimes I have to fight for that secret place. The other night, my husband, he was at home, and I don't know what he wanted to do. I was like, there's the baby, I'm going to pray. And I literally just left him with Nathaniel and I just had to go and just spend time with the Lord. And I really felt like God had missed me, you know, because sometimes I'm too busy running around, doing everything like this. And it was just so nice to spend that time with God. And I can honestly say that the time that I gave God, he met me. And I just want to encourage you that it is so important to spend that time with God. Um, things that God revealed to me to um, share with you this morning... Um, first of all, I want to read from Hebrews chapter 12. And the title in my Bible um, from New King James, it says, The Race of Faith. And it says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus 
the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, this is the men and women of faith that have gone before us, that are now in heaven, um, cheering us on. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Ladies, Jesus is our prize. I don't know what we're running for this morning, but he is our prize. And in any race, if you into athletics at all, I love watching athletics. Not that I'm any good, <laughs> but I love watching athletics. I love going, come on, you can do it. Run, run, run. One of my favorite films is Chariots of Fire. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it is amazing. I love it. I love it. But um, so it's all about running to Jesus. Now, something that God wanted to tell me, to tell us ladies this morning and to tell me is when you're running a race, I want to ask you a question. If you're running, and let's say the finish line is over there, and you look across at the, you know, at your competitors, whoever's running next to you, are you going to win the race? What's going to happen to you? Sideways. What else? Get, get, ah, that's a good word there. Get distracted. Anything else? Get a bit, <laughs> I don't know if I get a bit dizzy, but yeah, you can get a bit dizzy running. Anything else? You're taking your eyes off. You could trip. Whatever it is, if you're running and you're just looking at somebody else's running, they're going to go ahead of you, are they not? Yeah, because they're focused on the prize. And one thing God wanted to remind me is, do you know what? Do not compare yourself. Some of us, the weight that ensnares us is the fact that you could be looking at the person next to you and thinking, I wish I was like so-and-so. I wish I could pray like that. I wish I could speak like that. I wish I was bold, confident. I wish I had hair like that. I wish, I mean, you could wish I could, you could wish everything. But do you know what? God has made you. God has chosen you. And that can rob us from our race with God as ladies and anybody. Because we're too busy looking at somebody else's race. And God is saying, no, 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 I've called you. Do not compare yourself to anybody. Some of us look to other people for approval. He's saying, look to me for my approval. It is my approval that counts. Nobody else's counts. My approval. And we're so easily comparing ourselves. We so easily compare ourselves. You know, I wish I could do this. I wish I was like that. I wish I was like that. An example, the other day I was watching, there's this lovely cartoon that we watch with my children. It's called um, Superbook. Amazing Christian cartoon. And it is literally like sound doctrine. It is, it is really, really good. It's, it's, it's the word of God in a cartoon form. And it can speak to adult, whoever you are, it will speak to you. So we're watching it. And um, all of a sudden there's a scene with Moses parting the Red Sea. You know, God used the mightily to part the Red Sea. And... In your walk, in, and in my walk with God, there's a time when I used to watch that. And I'm like, wow, God, yeah, that's my God. Yeah, I can see him using, not necessarily me to buy the Red Sea, but, you know, miracles, signs and wonders. And then that day he came on. And the devil, you could never do that. 
trying to compare, you know, it's almost like, oh, well, that was Moses. Who am I compared to Moses? You know, but you know what? We have the same source as Moses. We have the living God, the spirit of the living God living in us. He is our source. And instead of looking to man and comparing ourselves, we need to look to God. You know, and that really challenged me because there was a time, you know, you can tell when your faith is going down, it's going up, it's going down. But you know what God was like, trying to be, no, 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 don't look to him. Don't look to even Moses. Don't look to even whoever. Look to me. I am their source and I am your source. And the word of God, it doesn't say compare yourselves. It says in 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, it says, imitate me. Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And what he was basically saying is, for example, if I see something in Sheila and I feel, wow, I love the way that maybe she knows the scriptures. I love the way. Let me get alongside Sheila. How do you do it? You know, I love the way you evangelize. Let me get alongside you. You know, show me the ropes. Let's go. Let's go. You know, you're such a great witness. How do you do that? How do you come alongside somebody and you pick it up, you know, and you spare one another on and you sharpen each other. But you cannot get sharp if you're too busy looking at somebody else. If we're too busy looking at, oh, look at how they're doing it. Look at that one. Look at that one. We're going to rob, rob each other. And that can happen at church. You know, it can happen that, you know, the mic might go around and it can be like, oh, you know, who feels to share something? And we can sit there and we can be a bit like, oh, oh. and we can sit on what God has given us. But it's not for us, it's for others. And we can sit there and compare ourselves and say, like, well, I'm not like the pastor. Oh, I'm not a good speaker. And we just sit there. And really, we're robbing ourselves and we're robbing each other. I remember a speaker here once, I think it was Karen, she came and she said, one day God gave her a word and she wasn't going to give it. And God said to her, are you a thief? She was like, thief? No. She was like, well, you must be a thief because you're robbing. <laughs> you need to share what, what, I've, what I'm giving you. You need to share it. You need to do what I'm telling you to do. So that's one point that God was telling me. He was telling me to tell you and to remind us that he has called us. He is after us. Every one of us is at a different stage in our Christian walk. But the end goal, the vision that God gave me is that he wants us all to sow in the spirit. Like they're on the wing. You know, have you seen like an eagle soaring in the air with all its might and just going, 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 and they're soaring. And that's the vision God gave me. He wants us to sow in the spirit, to fly in the spirit. And some of us, I'm going to give this illustration. Some of us have become Christians, um, given our hearts to the Lord. And let's say that the aeroplane represents, you know, us giving our hearts to the Lord, like our walk with God. So we've walked on the plane, we've given our lives to the Lord. And some of us are just sitting there. And we're sitting there, we're sitting there, we're sitting there. And we're getting robbed. It's like we're asleep in the spirit and we're just, we're just asleep. And God is like, come on, wake up. There's so much I've got in store for you. And others are on the runway, you know, like on the plane when it's on the runway. And we're starting to run and we're starting to run and we're starting to run. But we're not flying. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We're literally just running, running, running on the runway, running, 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 running. I'm doing my own exercise now. <laughs> and we're literally running, running, running on the runway. But we're not taking off. Yeah. So we've made a bit of progress. We're not sitting down anymore. We're not asleep. We're awake. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're running, running, running. But we're not sailing off. 
And then there are others of us, we all need to be in the spirit soaring. And when we soar in the spirit, we are walking with Jesus. It's a daily walk. And you know, some of us, the enemy wants us to just carry this weight. You know, I call it Christian, now I'm going to call it Christian yo-yo walk, yeah? Yo-yo walking. One minute we're up, next minute we're down. We're up, we're down, we're up, we're down. God doesn't want that for us. He wants us to be stable and to be steadfast and to sow and not to be one minute we're up, one minute we're down, one minute we're this, one minute we're that. No. He wants you to take off the weights that so easily ensnare us and the sin that entangles us. You know, and the weights are different things. And it can be like, what is stopping you from going on another level of Jesus? I know for me, it can be busyness. Literally, busyness or even idleness. Because sometimes it could be that I could be busy and I could be reading the word. But I'm too busy on Wikipedia, you know, doing some research. Because I like researching different things. And I could be on there researching, researching. And I'd be like, hmm, you need to spend time in the word, Josephine. Because what happens, ladies, when you spend time with God, when we, when we spend time in the word of God, we begin to soar. We begin to see things differently. You know, when you've got a bird's eye view, you see completely different to when you're just walking in your situation. But when you get up and you soar, you're able to look down at your situation and you're able to walk in victory because your perspective is from a godly perspective. It's from God's perspective it's not from an earthly perspective. And sometimes we can be like that. But I thank God for his word because every time we go into his word, it brings strength. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You will not have faith unless you get into this word because situations will come. Trust me, situations will come. Unless you read the word of God, unless you have faith, we are going to crumble and it's so important for us to be drinking, 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 spending time with the Lord, you know, getting intimate with the Lord so that we can soar. The thing is, is that when we spend time with God, we begin to know who God is. And our situations seem so trivial compared to his mightiness. I love reading the Old Testament. I love the New Testament as well, but I love the Old Testament. The way that a king can just call out to God when his enemies are chasing after him, like a million of them. And God can just, the Bible doesn't even say the king, the Bible says God just defeats the enemy, annihilates them. And they're just like, oh, that's the God we serve. And sometimes we can glorify the enemy. You know, I'm getting attacked, I'm getting attacked, I'm getting attacked. No, no, no. You need to know that God is able to protect you. God is able to fight for you. But we need to run to God. Like the song says, I will run to God, to your words of truth. Not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. Trust me, in our flesh we can do absolutely nothing. I can do nothing. But when we have God with us, we can do anything. We can do anything. And God has deposited his wonderful Holy Spirit in us. If you're a Christian this morning, He has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit to help us on this walk. Sometimes the Bible says we don't even know how we ought to pray. But it says that the Holy Spirit makes groanings and atterings for us. The Holy Spirit 
teaches us and helps us how to pray. It's so lovely. I don't, I'm not sure your name, but it's so lovely that you're here this morning. Because one of the things that God has always spoken to me about my walk with him is positioning. Josephine, position yourself. If you want to see God, if you want to feel God, if you want to, you know, have an intimate relationship with God, you need to position yourself in the right place at the right time. <laughs> whether it's on your knees in your living room, in your bedroom, whether it's here at women's group or it's church on a Sunday, it's not going to be any good staying at home and just looking at your situation and singing the blues. But when we position ourselves, it's okay. We position ourselves for God to speak to us. And I want to encourage us, when we go in the presence of God, don't just go, just say, you know, God, I'm expecting from you. Go with faith. I'm expecting that when I finish my time with you, I'm going to be encouraged. I'm going to be uplifted. I'm going to have a word from you, Lord. You know, when we go to God and we're expecting, he always, he always meets us because he is so, so faithful. Each of us must work out our salvation with fear and trembling. There's no point in me looking at your walk and comparing my walk to your walk. There's no point in that. Whatever God has called you to do is not what God has called me to do and vice versa. The people that you can touch, I cannot touch. I'm not in your circles. You are in your circles. And so it's so important to focus on your walk with the Lord. What's God saying to you today? What's God doing in your life? What weight does God want you to drop? What are the weights? Is it distractions? Distractions come. Is it the mind? Sometimes our mind, the enemy attacks our mind. The battle is in the mind. That's why the Bible says that we renew our mind with this word. When we read the Bible, when we read what God says about us, you think differently. The enemy could be like, oh, look at you. You're good for nothing. Look at you. You this, you're old. You're too old to be used. You're too young. You're too tall. You're too whatever. Whatever it is, you know, your hair is too gray. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, whatever it is, I don't know. The enemy comes with these seeds and he comes to attack us. But do you know what? The reason why the enemy doesn't want us to spend time with God is because he knows that when you spend time with your maker, you get up a different woman. You're not the same woman who went down. When you wake up and you spend time with your God, your day is different. Your outlook is different. That's why he'll bring every distraction to stop you from spending time with God. And he does that time and time again. It's like you'll get up, all the washing needs doing, the cleaning needs doing. You know, I call it the Martha syndrome. <laughs> but bless Martha. Jesus loved Martha. You know, but sometimes we can get so distracted and put around and do everything else we need to do, apart from sit at his feet. And the enemy does not want us to sit at the feet of Jesus. He doesn't want you to spend time with the Lord. He doesn't want you to pray. He doesn't want you to read your Bible. Because he knows that when you pray, woman of God, when you read your word, faith arises. You get up a different woman. Whatever you were facing before, you're like, no devil, I'm believing in my Jesus for this. Get behind me, Satan. You begin to recognize God's voice and the enemy's voice. The Bible says in John 10, 10, my sheep, they know my voice. A voice of a stranger, they won't hear. But you won't know God's voice unless you spend time with God. God speaks. Oh, yes, he does. He's in the business of speaking. If he can use a donkey, speak for a donkey, trust me, he can use me. 
he can use you. He speaks in the most intimate situations of our lives. One of the most important decisions in my life was giving my heart to Jesus at the age of 15. I gave my heart to the Lord and best decision in my whole life. And I've never looked back since. I've seen God do wonders after wonder in my life. And I know he's faithful. Even when I'm not faithful, even when I'm faithless, I know he's faithful, God. I know he's true to his promises because I've seen him do it. But next to the salvation, the most important decision I had to make in my life was who I was going to marry. Because the Bible does say blatantly in his word, it says fornication is sin. There's no black and white way around it. It is sin. If you're not married and you're going home to bed with somebody else who hasn't put no ring on your finger, and I don't mean just an engagement ring. I know people that have been engaged for seven years, had three kids. He still hasn't walked her up the altar. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, to me that was important, who I married, because it determined who, how I was going to walk with the Lord. And I can tell you, ladies, that God spoke to me about my husband. He's, I sought the Lord. There were fine young men I saw in our church and I thought, God is the him because he looks fine to me. And the Lord was like, no, Josephine, he ain't him. I was like, but Lord, you said no, no, no. But God encouraged me. If I'm saying no, then there has to be a yes. No? Then there's got to be a yes. And God spoke to me about my husband and said, that is your husband. And I waited about, I don't know, it was about five years for him to tell me that he believed I was his wife. I didn't run up to him and say, God has spoken to me and said, you're my husband. I was like, God, speak to this man because <laughs> I am not going to be speaking to him about it. But you know what? If God can speak to me about such an important thing like that, how much more to you about other situations in your life? It could be that. It could be other situations in your life. But your spirit, your heart is so precious to God. He's after it. And one of the things God said to me before I got married, he said to me, Josephine, he said, your relationship with your husband is dependent on my relationship with you. And I was like, wow, okay, Lord. And God was teaching me, before I got married, he was teaching me, you're mine. You need to know whose you are, who you are, to be a whole person before I can join you to somebody else. Because when you're not whole, when you're not, you know, fulfilled in the Lord, you're going to look for those things in that man and he can't give them to you. And we need to know who we are in Christ because we're his princesses. We need to know whose we are. We need to know that we are loved and loved and loved. I don't know if your man can die for you today, but I can tell you that Jesus will die for you and has died for you. And we need to know our identity in Christ in every walk of our lives. However old we are, however long we've known the Lord, however, whatever it is, we need to know whose we are. That we are his precious possession, we are his princesses. And that's number one, our identity, because the enemy will always attack that. Who are you? Look at you. You're no good. What can you do? What can you say? You're no help. But God's word speaks a better word. And his blood that he shed for you is amazing. And he wants all of us ladies, not just a part of us. We had a word a few weeks ago. 
And God was saying to us that he's jealous for us. God is jealous for you. He's jealous for your time with him. And he loves you unconditionally. Irrespective of who you are, where you're from, what you've done. His love is unconditional. It's not based on conditions. But he wants us to sow in the spirit. We need to be in the right place at the right time saying the right thing. And we can only do that if we spend time with God. We need to loose ourselves from all these, all this weight, all these burdens, all these things. And we can only do that in his presence. With him. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We're at different levels, ladies. But God wants us to soar. And um, Isaiah 40, verse 31, it says, But those who wait... When you're waiting for somebody, I'm assuming you have faith they're going to come, do you not? Yeah, you're not going to wait in vain really, are you? If you wait at a bus stop, you know the bus is coming at some point. <laughs> if you're waiting for a friend, you know they're coming. But his word says, but those who wait on the Lord, those who tarry, those who trust in the Lord, on the Lord, it says they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That is the God we serve. When you wait upon the Lord, you come out a different person. You understand that amount of times I've gone through stuff and I'm so ready to pick up the phone and call a sister, call a brother, call whoever, you know, for a second piece of opinion. Or oh, I say to somebody, or oh, I used to do this to my brother all the time, it's annoying him. I used to be like, I used to be like, Joe, is that for no? I said, yeah, yeah, I'll be all right, I'll tell you later. You know, in between me saying I'll tell you later, I'd go on my knees. When I get up from my knees, I don't need to tell him. Me and God have dealt with it. And he'll be like, what was it? I said, no, it's all right now, I've dealt with it. He's like, but you said you was going to tell me. I'm like, no, it's all right now. You know, we've dealt with it. When you get on your knees, you come back with a new perspective. God wants to speak to us. But we need to get rid of the weight that so easily. Comes upon us and the sin that so easily ensnares us. We cannot run with weights, ladies. No one can run a marathon with a big, huge weight on them and expect to win. We cannot run looking in somebody else's lane. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. His rod is the measuring rod. It's not a man, it's not a woman, but it's his rod that we measure against. It's his word that we measure against. And God wants us to look to him this morning. Fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And I want to ask you this morning, where are you at with the Lord are you running from the Lord? Are you running to the Lord? Are you running with the Lord? <laughs> Are you flying with the Lord? I want to fly with the Lord. I really, really want to fly with the Lord. But it's going to cost me. It's going to cost me my time. It's going to cost me how I live my life. I'm going to have to die to a few things. 
to be able to sow with the Lord on wings like eagles. So that is my prayer for us this morning. As I close, I just really want to thank you, Lord. I want to thank you, Lord, for the power of your word. I want to thank you, Lord, for every single woman in this place. I want to thank you that you are faithful and true, God. I want to thank you that there is nothing that you cannot do, almighty God. I want to thank you that you are faithful. Even when we are faithless, you are faithful. But you require us to have faith. And your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Lord, I pray that we'll be wise women who know how to sit at your feet, who know how to hear your voice, who know how to walk, how to run, how to soar in the air with you, Lord. Father God, right now we come against every kind of yo-yo Christianity where one minute we're up, next minute we're down, up, down, up, down. We rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that we'll be stable, that we will be um, running in the spirit realms in the name of Jesus. I decree that we'll run, we will run, we will run this race and that we'll finish this race. It was strong in Jesus' name. We won't just finish, but we'll finish with strength. And you'll be able to say to us, well done, good and faithful servants. Lord, we come against every distraction, every hindrance in our lives. We bind it right now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of depression, every spirit that compares itself against another, we bind that spirit in Jesus' name. We bind every lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We silence every lie of the enemy that comes to kill, steal and destroy from us, Lord. We come against every distraction. Lord, we pray that when we come... Uh, to crossroads that we will choose you, Lord. We will choose you at every crossroad that we find ourselves in our lives, Lord. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that in our walk with you that we will soar on wings like eagles. We pray that we will be running in the spirit realms in the name of Jesus. We pray that we will be mighty women of God for you, Lord. Mighty because we know our maker. Mighty in you, Lord, because we have your perspective and not our perspective, Father God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus against mediocre Christianity in Jesus' name. We pray that you set us on fire for you, Lord. Set us ablaze for you in the name of Jesus. Lord, it's all about you. It's all about finishing and finishing strong. It's all about not being robbed, Lord. It's all about finishing well, finishing strong. Lord, doing all that you've asked us to do. It's all about being about the Father's business. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus over every woman here that they'll be awake in the spirit realm. I pray for dreams and visions of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that you wake them up with revelations upon revelations of you, of what you're saying to them, of what you're doing in their lives, in their families. Lord, we just pray for more of you. We pray for a breakthrough in the spirit realm this morning. We pray in Jesus' name, Lord, the eyes will be opened, ears will be opened, hearts will be opened, Father, to do your will, Lord. We thank you that every woman here is called ordained and purposed by you Lord and we pray that they'll fulfill their destinies in you in the name of Jesus we come against every destiny robber every work of the enemy we come against it this morning in the name of Jesus and we pray for a release in the spirit realm Lord God no longer will be go- we'll be going up down up down but Lord we are going to be constant in the name of Jesus we are going to be constant we 
We're going to run. We're going to run. We're going to run and sow with you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against every hindrance in my life, in our lives, every hindrance, whatever is stopping us, Lord, from getting to new levels in you, Lord. We come against it this morning in the name of Jesus. We're praying against every mediocre walk in Jesus' name. Lord, set us on fire for you, Lord. Set us ablaze for you this morning, Lord. Be magnified in our lives, Lord. Have the final say in our lives, Lord. We come against every spirit of depression this morning in the name of Jesus. We come against every lie of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We come against anxiety in Jesus' name. We come against whatever is trying to come against you in the spirit realm. We bind it this morning in the name of Jesus. And we release your purposes in this place. Release your kingdom. We're saying your kingdom come. We're saying... Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven, Father God. We want to sow, we want to sow, we want to run. We want to rise up, Lord. We want to go to new levels in you, almighty God. Raise us up, oh God. Open our mouths, oh God. Give us boldness, give us courage, oh God. Use us mightily, oh God. We pray for, oh. Rise up, woman of God, rise up. We decree that we'll not be found sleeping in this place in the name of Jesus. We'll be found awake about our Father's business in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you desire your daughters this morning. You desire us, oh God. And we say, come, Lord Jesus. We say, not our will, but your will be done. In our lives, be magnified. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you that you are on the move, Holy Spirit. Have your way in each and every one of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. More of you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you are in this place. Holy Spirit, do what which only you can do. Have your way, Lord. Every dark cloud, we come against you in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of heaviness, we bind you in Jesus' name. And we release our lightness in the spirit realm right now in Jesus' name. Freedom in you, Lord. Freedom in you, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you, ladies.